Okay, kitties, it's time. He's found you. I have found you. I am the leader of the Watch Brigade, and I'm here to talk to you about watches. Lots and lots of watches. Oh my God. Oh my God. It's time to talk. Uh, this, this is your favorite friend. This is me, Lee Jackson. Hello. America's finest watchman. And I do appreciate all the kind words and notes and likes on um, Facebook and so on. Okay. So today I thought, I thought we should chat about um, a really interesting company that doesn't get a lot of play. Did about 20 years ago. But I think their watches are still very cool. And I'm about to unveil the name. Let's see what it says. Yeah, I want to know about this guy. It's a very interesting man. Okay. He, 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 he. Back in the 80s, a French interior architect turned watch designer, his name is Alain Silberstein, unveiled his colorful and geometrical chrono Bauhaus with Valjou 7761. Business on the inside, party on the outside, chronograph, if there ever was one. Uh, created quite a stir at Basel, Basel World or Basel World. And 30 years later, he, uh, let's see, he doesn't have his company, his watch factory anymore, but he is hooking up with different companies to make watches for them and design them, I guess. Uh, it's pretty cool. He was very interesting. I'm going to talk about his stuff because it's so different. Okay, so there's an article on the web. You can read about him. Now, I'm going to look at some of his watches. His watches are very whimsical. That's the only word I can use. Um, very cool. Very different. I love his stuff. It's All his hands are different looking. I'll try to describe them. I know this is not easy by listening, but I'll do my best. Because most of his watches are really crazy, and they're not cheap, I'll tell you. I'm looking there at least a thousand bucks for his watches um he came up with these chronographs and some other designs that are just so different like here's one it's called la 24 hours it's a limited edition swiss watch by Alain silberstein his name in his signature is right on the dial very whimsical looking like the sun is or the moon is kind of like looking up and kind of has a frown on his face. The hands are totally different than what you're used to. They're very wild looking, his stuff, but very cool. Because I'm sure there's some of you going, what is he talking about? Why is he talking about this? Because it's really worth it. And I've had his watches over the years and they always did really well. Like usually his hour hand is a big triangle with drilled holes in it, like a bright red. His second hand looks like a uh, magician's wand, you know, like a magic wand. Very interesting. His stuff is not cheap. Like here's a used one. Stainless steel with a net of movement. Uh, hard to describe. His stuff is very hard to describe, but it's nice. And they want over a thousand bucks for it. What's the material though? 
stainless steel. Um, how do you I describe his stuff? It's like very futuristic looking, but very 80s looking whimsical. Kind of 80s looking, but I like that kind of stuff too. So it's hard to describe. Like here's one, a Marine GMT automatic. Uh, this is totally awesome. It's got the hand I told you about. It's got the triangle for the hour hand. This time it's got something at the end with like a, looks like a Pac-Man at the end. Um, it's got a second hand that is a long squared off second hand, kind of wide with holes drilled in it and luminous at the end in a long, I don't know, like a rectangle. And then it's got two other hands because the GMT watch one says home spelled out home with a red arrow at the end. The other one is a completely curly Q squiggly looking line and it has a bezel. But very, that's the word, 80s looking, that wild 80s look. I really like it. I always did. Thought it was, here's two of them. Same watch, 1800 bucks used, pre-owned, whatever you want to call it. But when you look at his watches, they're very wild looking. They don't look anything like a regular wristwatch. And yet, you know it's something special when you have these on your wrist. Because I'm telling you, it is very cool. Um, like here's one air architect white dial. Okay. So it's got the second hand, like I told you about, it's got the, actually the second hand is a squiggle. <laughs> it's a big squiggle. And the minute hand is a long, like a baton. And the hour hand again is that big triangle with the holes drilled in it, which I think is very cool. And then this watch has, this guy's got half a blue band, half a red band on it, which is quite cool. So I'm telling you, these are very interesting watches, but they are not cheap. Like here's a Louis Erard, which I had just read that Alan Elaine Silberstein is designing for them. So this looks like a Silberstein with the squiggly hands and stuff, but it's a Louis Erard watch at $7,000. It's new. So... He's not doing his own factory anymore, but you can still find his stuff. It's only 178 pieces made. It's very nice. Very cool. I don't know how to describe this thing. This is really tough for me to do on a podcast to describe his watches. I'm sure a lot of you are sitting there going, well, then why are you doing it, dum-dum? It's because it's interesting. Because you, if you go check his out, his watches, I mean, they don't start low at all. The cheapest ones are like, not really his, like a lady, here's a lady's flyback, chronolock. And then some of these other ones are old, like 1989, it's pretty plain. A uh, watch called Kiss Me Stupid, new old stock, they want $400. Does it look like a Alan Silverstein? No. No, it does not, but it has the band and everything. It just looks like an inexpensive watch. Here's another one, Sorry, Just Married. And then there's one with a golfer. And then there's one of the French Revolution, BFS, please de Bastille. Whatever that means. So this is all from 1980s, from the 200th anniversary of the French Revolution. Then he has golf watches. It's a tennis watch that has a tennis player and a golfer on the other one. Still single. Some of these have words in their earlier ones. Yeah, I'm not uh, still single, but they're very cool. Even the crown is down at four o'clock and it's a big round, like a ball. It's very interesting. 
Napoleon Bonaparte and Josephine on a watch. When you get to the better ones, there's no designs like that. It's just a watch. So as I get into the less expensive stuff, you get into the weirder stuff. So here's a cool one. Brown secondhand, very rare, is 1989. So it's the 200th anniversary of the French Revolution. And to describe this is hard because this has a big triangle for an hour hand and a big baton looking open baton for a minute hand. And the dial says A. Silverstein at the bottom. The date is kind of near the center above six o'clock. And the dial is kind of like a, um, a bunch of, it's like lines on a mirror. I don't know how to describe this, but it's definitely cool with a nice bracelet. But they want 1,100 new old stock, probably from the 80s. Um, get to some better ones. And yeah, we're not going to be here that long. I'm going to move to something else because his stuff, you just have to see it. I can talk about it from now till doomsday and you'll all be going, what? What the hell is he talking about? Is this guy crazy? The answer is, yes, I am crazy, but not when it comes to watches. I'm not. I love watches. Okay, here's a nice one. Reveal. It's called an Alain Silberstein Re Reveal Automatic Gray Dial Date Alarm Blue Red Leather. So one of the things he did, it says right on the dial, Alain Silberstein Architect and Horologer. It's got an outline of an angel down at six o'clock. Bizarre. It's got two date windows, one for the month, one for the day. The month is black with white writing. The day is white with black writing. Go figure this out. It's got that triangular hour hand in red with the three dots. It's got the baton in blue for the, for the minute hand. And then it has a bright greenish yellow squiggly hand for the seconds. This is nice. This has an alarm, I think. Yeah, it has an extra hand, I guess, for the alarm. So let me see what it says. Um, 37 millimeter. I mean, you know, you pay for the design. These are not cheap, but it's a statement, I'm telling you. Really statement. Okay, here's a chrono. This is really different and cool. First model, world limited, 500 automatic men's. Um, it's a black case, black dial, black pushers. It's a chrono. Let me see if I can figure this. It's got a lot of functions. It's got moon phase at six o'clock. And then it has, I don't know why, but it's got a register with a hand that goes from 12 to 12. Then it has another hand, a squiggly hand that gives you, wait a minute, why would it have? both must have another hand under there i'm not seeing yeah there is there's extra hands on this thing the date is around the edge 1 to 31 it's got one of those open moon hands it's got a squiggle hand for the seconds it's got uh day and month in little windows under between 12 o'clock between the 12 and the center then it's got another register it's a 24-hour indicator with weird colored hands red and green this one does not have the triangular hand on it. This has two green baton hands. Really weird. But beautiful watch. Black, black dial, black everything. Very cool. They want $3,300. So it's not cheap. And most of their watches have, the way you can tell his stuff is they have that hour hand that is a big triangle with 
with white holes in it, red triangle with white holes. Sometimes it has something on the end, sometimes it doesn't. But his watches look like a party. It came right out of the 80s. I'm telling you, it's really cool stuff. And the reason I'm bringing it up is because nobody talks about him anymore. I used to get his stuff, and it would always be a very interesting watch. They're nicely made. The quality of the movement's excellent. I mean, is it worth $4,000? Mm, I don't know about that one. Like, here's a plain one. They copied the uh, Movado Museum. They call it Elaine Silverstein Cyclope. 27 of 500 rare black dial automatic. So it, all it is, I want a lot of money for this too. Um, it's a black dial. This one's scratched up. Somebody should have buffed this before they try to ask 4,200. Hello. Least clean it up. Um, you know what? All I see is, all I really see is one squiggly. Oh, I see. It's a mystery dial. Okay. It's a mystery dial. That's what it is. It's cool. I don't know how to describe it. It's got the squiggly hand in the center. It's got a, an, a minute or hour hand that looks like uh, kind of a CBSI <laughs> star in the middle in red, <laughs> fluorescent red. <laughs> That's all. It's a plain uh, dial. The center of the dial is just black. So the hands are underneath there and stick out like a mystery dial. Very cool. 4,200 though, and it needs buffing. Okay. I'll pass on that one. Whoever's selling that, you should be ashamed of yourself trying to get that kind of money and not cleaning it up better. Forget it. I think I had this in the past. This is an Allen Silverstein Chrono Bauhaus Automatic. Same one we saw earlier, except it's got all kinds of things going on. But we're going to take a break. And suffice it to say, you should go check out Allen Silverstein. They're really cool. I mean, I like their watches. They're different, but I was hoping that they would have gone down in price because I haven't seen them around, but nope, they went up, way up, just like everything else is going completely cuckoo. All right, we're going to take a quick break. Uh, let's see what time we're at. Perfect timing. Man, perfect timing. Okay, we're going to take a quick break. This is your favorite friend. He's back again. Awesome. Kind of like the scourge. You can't get rid of them, you know? What can I say? I'll be right back, folks. Yeah, baby. Oh, I love it. Love it. Okay. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Music. That was really fun. So what I want to do now is I want to see what else we're going to talk about. So I want to pick another name and talk about it and say, yes, hello, we want to talk about it. Okay, plus I do thank you for all of your kind thoughts and coronets. Appreciate it. All the people that have been nice enough to email me at Lee Jackson watches at gmail.com. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Okay. So we are going to get on this, the rest of this episode going. And uh, we talked about Bomber before. I want to find out something really suitable that you would, that's interesting. 
You know, Chariol's an interesting one. Let's talk about Philippe Chariol. You know, there's different kinds of watches. There's watches that are fantastic for the quality of the entire enterprise. What's in, what's out, mostly in. You get excited over the movement. You get excited over the workmanship, things like that. Then there's watches that are more for art. They're for jewelry looking, not so much for the watch itself. You know, like the jewelry company watches and some of these designers. Well, Philippe Chariol is like that. They are. They're one of these ones that when you see a Philippe Chariol, it's kind of like a Hublot. When you see it, you know you've seen it. And Chariol is an interesting piece. They're not super expensive, but they're more a watch you'd wear every day to make a statement to look nice. They've got some very nice pieces and they're not expensive. Like, I mean, how do you beat this? Here's one for $200. Beautiful. I would grab this. Looks like it's got the original band, stainless steel, Swiss made. Beautiful. It's a tank. It's got the original band. It's got the uh, deployment buckle. Band looks like it's getting a little long in the tooth. It's from Japan, and it's not expensive at all. It's two hundred bucks. How do you beat that for a nice watch? Although I'd like to see the size of it. What's the size? What's the size? The length? Okay, here we go. So the face is thirty-four millimeters by twenty-three. So it's kind of small. The case. The, actually, the case is 50 millimeters by 34. No, it's big, not including the crown. It's big. Yeah, it's a nice piece. It's quartz. Okay, so there's there's the problem with this piece. It's a beautiful watch. Got a nice-looking design, nice-looking band, nice-looking face, everything. I like it. But it's quartz. So remember, Philippe Chariot, let me spell it for you, P-H-I-L-I-P-P-E, and the last name is C-H-A-R-R-I-O-L. They do jewelry and watches. And I'm looking, they're not expensive. You can get a beautiful, I mean, you can pay a lot of money, like here's a solid gold with everything for $4,600, that's not a bad deal. Really nice, Saint-Tropez, man, mother of pearl, dial, 18 karat solid beautiful piece, beautiful design. They're just not expensive. Like here's a, they do a lot of ladies. Ladies really like these. Now here's that watch I just looked at. It's called a Columbus Black Dial Quartz. Same watch. Oh, this is my friend in Japan. I could probably get it for less. It's got a nice bracelet. I like this. I like this a lot. Probably quartz, but man, it's a nice design. The bracelet I can't even describe it. It looks like a dress bracelet. It's stainless steel. It's got a black dial, which I'm tired of black dials to tell you the truth, but this is nice. But it could be like a Concord where it looks nice and then you buy it and it doesn't look so nice. But this one, I always liked uh, Philippe Chariol. The crown looks like something off of a horse, like a bridle or something. They have screws on the side. This could use a good buff. Okay, so then the next thing I'm going to look at is the length of the bracelet. This has a long, that has a stainless steel bracelet. Wrist size, 6.7 inches. Case size, 25 millimeter. So this is not big. I thought it was bigger. No, this is probably a lady's watch. Does it say, it says man's, but I don't know. This looks small. 
So this is an interesting brand to look at. I never really check them out, but now I am for the show. And I'm telling you, there's a lot of great stuff. Here's a nice one, like a coral dial. This is the ladies watch. Same one we looked at, Columbus. Beautiful design. See, this is one of those watches where you look at the design. Concord used to be that way. Balmercier was that way. But you look at the design and you go, that's a gorgeous watch. I really want that. And you don't care what's inside because you're not going to open it up. You're just going to wear the dumb thing. And they're not real expensive. And they have some very nice pieces. I like the tank. I mean, here's a ladies version of it with a mother of pearl pink dial for $182. How do you beat that? You don't. Here's one with, with diamonds for $5.99. Um, here's another one from Israel. Columbus is the, the man's watch. Oh, this is lawn jeans. What are they talking about? You got to watch what you're doing here, folks. I'm looking at a watch that says Philippe Chariot, and I look, and it's a lawn jeans. Go figure. Oh, here's that same watch. These are very inexpensive, and they're beautiful design. I really like it. This one's got a weird-looking dial. Something going on in the dial I don't like. And I guess Japan buys a lot of this stuff. Yeah, it's a beautiful watch. It's got a white dial. Beautiful. It's called Columbus, Swiss-made. It is quartz, but you know what? I don't care. I wear everything. What the hell do I care? You know, I have fine watches with phenomenal movements. I have quartz watches, too, that are nice-looking. And if you just want to run around, you don't want to worry about what's on your wrist, you buy one of these and you just run around with it. Okay, here's the same watch with a blue mother pearl dial for a lady. Really nice. I got enough blue dials, to tell you the truth. So here's another one with a black dial, quartz, men's. I buy this for a minute and wear this. I like this. Probably get bored of it real fast. Sometimes when I buy these kind of watches, I get bored of them very quickly because they're more of a design watch rather than a fine watch. And yet this is nice. This one says it's got noticeable scratches. Let's see what the size is. I like it. I like it. I hate to tell you that I like it. Case is 39 by 25. That's fine. That's nice. Yep. The only thing is I'm kind of burned out on black. But they're not expensive. $289. And it's a watch you could wear. And I'm telling you, it looks nice. It doesn't look cheap. It looks like a really nice watch. They have it for men. They have it for ladies. And they sell the crown. Just the crown. Somebody's selling for 90 bucks. So how could you go wrong? You buy the whole thing for 200, 300 bucks. Come on. Just don't buy some Starbucks for a week. And then you can enjoy this. I think it's cool. I mean, what uh, Shari all came out with were these watches and jewelry that had like stainless steel cable, big, thick cable as the band. And it was a really macho, nice look. I really liked it. Don't see as many anymore. Here's some more of these Columbus watches. I like it. I'd buy one. Diamonds I don't want. No. But they. I here's one with the band. Okay, here's one with the cables. So what it is is the band is made up of five strands of these twisted stainless steel cables. It's a really good look. This is what they started with, was this look with the cables. And they go all the way down. It's on both sides. They really are cables. Somehow they've attached them to the lugs. It's T-bar lugs on this watch. And then it's got these cables. It's a look like nobody else, but it's a good look. 
But I do see a lot of these uh, Columbus watches with the men's, but all I see is the black dial or I saw one white. Uh, here's a beige, but it's a woman's. Because I'll tell you right now, if it was a couple hundred bucks, I'd buy it in a minute just to tell you all how it is. There's some of them are nice. Here's one that's got the cable not only in the band, but going around the bezel on the outside. Nice with their ladies' watches. Um, they have some beauty, Swiss movements. Oh, here's a good one with like an orange dial. That's kind of cool, but they want too much money for it. Yeah, it's nice. But you know, I did that before. I bought a Concord. You know, I used to like Concord. I still have a Concord Saratoga that I wear. Um, not all the time, but I wear it. And I bought a Concord that looked kind of macho looking big. And when I got it, I didn't like it. It just, I wouldn't wear it. It just didn't do anything for me. It was kind of eh. So I ended up selling it. It's kind of a shame, but you know what? That's the way it goes. But if you look at these Charials, there's a lot to look at here. And they're really different looking. They're very macho looking, but very clean and nice. I don't know how else to describe it. Like here's that Columbus watch that I like because it's a tank. That's why I like it. You know, I like tanks. This one's got kind of a kind of a dark beige dial. It's kind of nice. But the band and the head look scratched up. Um, yeah, this is, this is a ladies, 25 by 30 millimeters. This is a ladies. It's not a man's. They got to be very careful, very careful. Cause once you make a commitment to buy things, a lot of times, some of these companies will not let you out of your commitment. They say too bad. You made the bid. Good luck. Eat it. <laughs> eat it, eat it, eat it, eat it. Okay. Here's some more of those same Columbus watches, but they've gone way up in price. They're all the way up to seven, 800 bucks. So if you could find one cheap, nice watch. Nice watch. Here's a ladies version with diamonds for $600. I mean, that's a steal. It looks really expensive because the design on it is so nice. The workmanship is really nice too. I mean, I'm looking at more of them as I go. Um, I don't see more of that uh, Columbus watch though. Here's a Columbus watch. Oh, it looks like it has diamonds, $1,000. So if you could buy one for two, 300, it's a steal. It is. And if you clean it up and you make it nice, she'll go nuts. It's a lot better watch than what she's going to buy. You know, so this is not really uh, for collectors as much as for wearing and enjoying and maybe buying for your lady if she wanted a nice watch. And you didn't want to spend an absolute fortune. I mean, here's some real nice ones, 400 bucks. How do you beat that? How do you beat that, folks? He says, here's my guy in Japan. He's got a man's version of that watch for $254. I mean, come on, free shipping. I'd buy it just to wear the dumb thing for fun. I like this one, too. They have a bigger one called a Coral, C-O-R-L. Looks pretty big. I like this dial, too. It's got a guillotine style. It's got, uh, let's see, big Romans, kind of exploding almost. The five, six, seven are kind of dragged out, stretched out, and so is the 11, 12, and one. Uh, looks like a larger watch. Nice. Yeah, the, I think this is the first one I looked at. 200 bucks for, how do you beat that? Let's see what the size is. I might just jump on this. I mean, I did another one I bought few light scratches, many light scratches, 
dull, few light scratches, dirt marks, fabric peeled, blah, blah, blah. It all can be fixed very easily. Okay, so the case, this is the one I looked at, 50 millimeters by 34. That's a big watch, <clears throat> which is nice. So I kind of like this. I kind of like it. Maybe I, should, maybe I should swing for it. Swing for the fences, baby. Swing for the fences. Yay. So this is a little more of a man's watch than the other ones, the Columbus. I think I like this one a little better. Columbus has a very plain dial. But we're talking about Philippe Chariol, and I like their design very much. It's kind of timeless, and you should check them out. P-H-I-L-I-P-P-E-C-H-R-R-I-O-L. They're nice. Main Switzerland. Some of them have the cables. I told you that those are going to be the older versions because that's what they started with. They were pretty big, but very cool watch. So there you go. That's our day. Yay. So again, I want to say thanks to everybody for listening. Thank you for your kind comments. Thank you for telling your friends. Thank you for everything. You are the best. You're the best audience I could ever hope for. You know, and I do this out of love. I'm not getting paid for this. I'm not getting a dime for doing this. I do it because I've got so much info locked up in my dumb head that I want to get it out. And I want you to hear it. So we're going to take a permanent break here. Thank you for listening. Appreciate everything. Lee Jackson signing off. America's Finest Watchman. See you later, kids. Happy hunting.